From St. David's to St. Florence for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. Oriel Llanteglos Gallery, situated on the Llanteglos estate one mile from Amroth Beach, is running a programme of exhibitions by superb Welsh artists right up to the end of the year. It'll be announcing its 2022 exhibitions shortly, including the work of Jill Jones from February the 19th to March the 17th, 2022. The next exhibition with Victoria Reynolds opens on Saturday, December the 11th and runs up to January the 3rd, 2022. The gallery is open six days a week, closed on Mondays, with a wide range of originals, prints, glass, sculpture and ceramics. It aims to showcase both established and upcoming artists with regular exhibitions alongside a schedule of artist-led courses. The gallery has a diverse range of art on show including many landscape and seascape paintings of the Pembrokeshire coastline. A Pembrokeshire karate club recently travelled to Neath a year later than expected to complete the 2019-2020 Welsh season before it was postponed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Members of Milford Haven Karate Club made the journey, including Gethin Adams, who was still in contention for a third-place finish overall. Competing in what will be his new category for the 2022 season, the under-16s, he overcame experienced fighters before taking silver, narrowly missing gold in a close final. That set up a one-off fight for that third spot, but he didn't even need to take to the Jojo, as his opponent forfeited. Meanwhile, Connor John was debuting in the under-14s category and managed to reach the final before also settling for silver after losing to a very experienced fighter. The port of Milford Haven now has seven new electric Volkswagen transporter vans in service to help reduce carbon emissions to be used in Milford Haven and Pembroke Dock. The investment is one of many initiatives the port is taking to assist in reaching net zero by 2050. Other steps being taken by the port include the £60 million Pembroke Dock Marine Project and Milford Haven Energy Kingdom. Procurement manager at the port, Caroline Thomas, said, These electric vehicles offer a greener solution to our transport needs, which reduces our environmental impact, both in terms of air quality and noise pollution. We have a number of temporary charging points across the port and will soon be installing permanent 22 kilowatt chargers and a rapid 53 kilowatt charger at Milford Waterfront in collaboration with Pembrokeshire County Council. Tom Bardell, Energy Development Manager, said, In 2019, we switched our energy to a renewable energy tariff, which means all of our energy usage comes from renewable sources. As a port, we are continuously looking for ways to improve our energy efficiency and have invested heavily over the years in solar panels, LED lighting, heat pumps, insulation, and many other smart energy innovations to minimise our carbon emissions. A Halford West farmhand who never missed a day's work died after consuming a significant quantity of alcohol, an inquest heard on Thursday. David Davis was found dead in his Halford West flat on January the 31st this year. Acting coroner's officer Mag- Maggie Julian told the hearing that little was known about Mr Davis's history. He was divorced and had family in Pembrokeshire and had moved from Cardigan to Halford West and worked milking cows on a farm where he'd never missed a day's work. The inquest heard that 69-year-old Mr Davis was a heavy drinker and would drink a bottle of whisky a day. He would smoke 40 cigarettes a day. Mr Davis suffered from asthma and had a pump he had bought off the street. He was also diagnosed with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD. Ms Julian told the hearing that Mr Davis was last seen by his neighbour on January the 26th this year. She did not see him again for the next few days and contacted his boss on January the 30th who confirmed that he had not come into work or attended dinner at a mutual friend's house. And that's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas. Pure West Radio weather. Ben Harrington, good afternoon, and thank you to Kim Thomas there for giving us the latest news around our county. Weather-wise today, this afternoon, we'll continue to see a mix of cloud and sun with the odd isolated shower at times. The showers could be wintry on higher ground. Tonight, this evening, we'll see some clouds with the chance of a shower or two. Wintry on higher hills, it will become clear overnight, a cold night with diminishing winds. Top temperature is going to be 7 degrees with a low of naught degrees. Hopefully the gritters will be out later. This is Pure West Radio. When you wake up in the morning 
And you're shadowed by the darkness of the night When you wake up in the morning, darling, I'll be by your side But I don't 
Good afternoon. That was Beautiful Monster from Neo. Before that, we had Calvin Harris and Tom Grennan with By Your Side. You are listening to Second Chance Sunday. It is Tom sitting in for H this afternoon as she is is off doing something very exciting for her daughter. But fear not, we have got some of the best interviews that you've missed out on over the week or that you want to catch up on right here for the next hour or so before we have Behind Stage Door with Drew Baker. Now, Christmas has officially come to Haverford West. The lights were turned on yesterday in a very small-scale event with the Mayor Alan Buckfield, and I happened to be there, and uh, Alan wanted to share a few words about how the event was different, but also to still come down and enjoy Haverford West Town Centre. Here is Mayor Alan Buckfield talking to me only yesterday. Hello there, it's Tom here from Pure West Radio and we've, the Christmas lights in Haverford West are on and I'm joined now by the Mayor of Haverford West, Alan Buckfield. What a privilege it is to have Christmas here in Haverford West now. It is indeed. I mean, it's mixed feelings because normally this is the, uh, one of the centrepieces of the council here. We put a heck of a lot of effort into this, a lot of money goes into it and uh, we, we normally have lovely results, and I think tonight they're even they're superb, better than we normally have. And uh, that's only down to the good work of Chan Clark and her team. So thank you very much, Juliet, for all the work you've done. Uh, come down and visit, come down and spend money in your local shops, come down and support the local economy. Thank you so much. The and town is open for business. The town is open and we were counted down by a wonderful group of children as well. Yeah, they were. They did a sterling job. And yeah, come on down. Storm Arwen hasn't blasted down the lights just yet. <laughs> They're made up of sturdy things. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mayor of Haverford West, Alan Buckfield, talking to me yesterday at the Haverford West Christmas Lights Switch on a very low-key affair this year. However, if you ended up in Tembe, there was definitely a big crowd in the gathering there, but there's just a bit more uncertainty after the breaking news yesterday of this new COVID variant. So stay safe out there. I even mentioned Storm Arwen. It appears to have passed. We are no longer in a weather warning, which is very good news. So I hope that you are all safe and well. We're going to break now for a song. We're going to have China in your hand from Tapao. And then we're going to come back. We're going to be learning a little bit more about Carers' Rights Day that took part on the 25th of November. You're listening to Pure West Radio with me, Tom Dyer. Some things in life can be a bit of a conundrum and seem to be more trouble than they're worth. But listening to digital radio shouldn't be one of them. Here's a good one. What's so smart about listening on a smart speaker? Well, the answer is actually quite clever. It's a speaker you can talk to, so you can just ask it for your favourite radio shows. Request a station or programme by name and you'll get the live broadcast or the most recent episode. There's no searching by frequency and you can cook in the kitchen or dance doing the housework to whatever you've asked your speaker to play. Quite smart for a speaker. Find out more at getdigitalradio.com. Love Radio. Go digital. Let's hear it for Vision Arts Wales! 
Pembrokeshire's newest centre for performing arts, bringing the West End to West Wales. Offering opportunities to perform in plays, musicals, concerts and even in TV and films. Maybe you want to develop your skills in our masterclasses and workshops in everything from dance, singing and acting to costume making and stage management. Vision Arts has something creative for everybody aged 5 to 105. So find that spotlight and join us today by visiting visionartswales.com. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of The Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Search for Pure West Radio. It was the theme she had on a scheme he had Told in a foreign land To take life from love to the second birth And the man was in command It was the flight on the wings of a young girl's dreams That flew her too far away
China in your hand, Tipao. Playing for you here on Pure West Radio. It's Second Chance Sunday with me, Tom Dyer. H will be back on your radio next week. Don't you fear that. In the meantime, though, we are looking back at some of the top interviews that we've had in the week gone by. And Carers' Rights Day was uh, acknowledged. I'm going to say celebrated because it is it's a tough job being a carer and in particular an unpaid carer where there's an expectation that you are the one that needs to look after your family and i say that because it is a very demanding situation to find yourself in and it can be extremely isolating so toby caught up with carers rights excuse that and uh, is going to tell us more about what carers rights day is about and what is being done behind the scenes to make life a little easier for those that might not get the recognition acknowledgement that they deserve yes in haverford west on this incredibly wet thursday morning it is toby ellis with you here and uh, make sure you keep up to date with all of the latest here this morning as uh, lots of uh, heavy downpours causing a few issues on the roads. Also, loads of beautiful rainbows can be seen as well. Um, we'll put up a couple of those photos that you've been sending in this morning uh, on our socials. Uh, now that it is time to catch up with uh, uh, Carers Wales, uh, we support them immensely right here uh, on Pure West Radio due to all of the, the wonderful work that they do to help support our carers. In fact, every year we um, support uh, the, the carers week uh, by speaking to loads of different carers from full-time carers to the voluntary sector uh, and people that uh, even probably don't even know their carers that help support friends and family and uh, here from carers wells this morning i've got uh, jake smith morning jake thanks for joining us here on the show good morning thanks for having me uh, absolute uh, absolute pleasure my man uh, so tell us about your role within uh, carers wells then jake Sure. Uh, so my name is Jake. I'm the policy officer at Carers Wales. So that means I work on our um, influencing and campaigning work. Um, at Carers Wales, we have a big focus on campaigning for better for unpaid carers, uh, lobbying the Welsh government, lobbying the UK government. Um, and that's my role, keeping across all the developments we're seeing in social care um, and generally working with carers and with my colleagues uh, to push for better support for unpaid carers. So carers in 2021, life is quite a bit different really now, isn't it? Due to the pandemic, uh, a lot of people say sort of post-pandemic, we're we're still quite in this and uh, it's still not easy for these carers, is it? Well, exactly. And um, before the pandemic, it was estimated that there were about 500,000 unpaid carers looking after disabled, ill or elderly relatives just in Wales. And during the pandemic, as more people were requiring care and many services were closed, um, we saw an explosion in the number of unpaid carers. So on one level, there are just a lot more people now with unpaid caring responsibilities. But also unpaid carers, because many of the services they used to rely on, um, whether they were provided by the council, the NHS and, you know, uh, anything in the community. Many of those services um, during the pandemic were reduced uh, or maybe they were closed entirely or maybe there were restrictions on um, how easy it was to access them. And this means that unpaid carers have been having to provide more care and with less support during the pandemic. So we as a charity, we get strong feelings of of, ex- of exhaustion from unpaid carers, of frustration. Um, so it's the pandemic has been really difficult for unpaid carers, and that's why we need to see these services, you know, being recovered and being restored, um, so more carers can access the support that they used to get before the pandemic. And of course, this is what today's all about, really, isn't it? Carers' rights day is, is making a stamp on that to let people know that you know you are entitled to this support, and and also I think to let a lot of carers know what's available to them as well, Jake. Absolutely. So Carers' Rights Day, its main focus is about raising awareness of unpaid carers and their rights. So what quite a lot of people don't know is that unpaid carers um, do have rights as a carer. So if you look after uh, an elderly person, uh, uh, someone who requires support because of disability or illness, whether you care for them for just a few hours a week or around the clock, you have rights as an unpaid carer in Wales. And some of those rights are you have rights to be provided with information and advice from your local council to help you care. 
um, you have a right to receive assistance to help you to access support services. Uh, a very significant right unpaid carers have is to have an uh, carer's needs assessment. So if you look after someone, you can actually have your own rights, um, your own needs assessed um, by the local council, and they will see whether you're then eligible for uh, funded support. Um, and then if you are, they will put that support in place. So many people will, of course, know that the person that they look after will often have entitlements to support and they might be able to get services for them. But law in Wales means that unpaid carers should also have their own needs addressed. So that could be things like if unpaid carers um, still want to work alongside um, their caring responsibilities, then there'll be that assessment and maybe support can be put in place to enable the carer to still be working alongside their caring. Um, charities like Carers Wales, um, we provide a lot of information on the rights of carers. So if you or anyone you know looks after someone in any way, be it a few hours or, or uh, around the clock, we'd really encourage you to look into your rights because knowledge is power and it will help you to access things that maybe you weren't aware of before. Fantastic advice there, Jake. I mean, it really does sort of shout out um, to me the the issues that go on that I guess probably you wouldn't know unless you were a carer. And also to, to just bring everyone on that level playing field to really bring some equality across the board for carers here in Wales. Well, exactly. And if we can get more... Um, people identifying themselves as carers, because we actually find that's half of the battle sometimes. So many people who look after someone might not consider themselves to be a carer, but it's really beneficial if people um, recognise that, um, th that they are a carer and that therefore they do have rights. And the law in Wales is that um, to be an unpaid carer, there is no um, you know, high, high bar that you need to satisfy. You don't, for example, need to be in receipt of carer's allowance. Anyone who looks after someone who needs support um, is considered an unpaid carer. And if you then make yourselves known as an unpaid carer um, to your council, for example, you can receive some of the support I was just uh, mentioning. But if you make yourself known as a carer to your GP, you will get a free flu vaccination they will record you as a carer on their books. Um, carers were prioritised for the COVID-19 vaccination, for example. So making yourself known uh, to, uh, to authorities, to the council, to uh, your GP, there's a lot of benefits for carers. So we'd really encourage people to do so. I mean, and that that is such a big message, I think, whenever we support uh, the carers um, Awareness Week uh, here on Pure West, that, that seems to be the, the the big underlying issue is that you can't get the support unless you are classed as a carer and you, you need to basically put your hand up and go, OK, maybe just by helping doing the shopping next door and, you know, popping around and, and helping mum or dad, maybe I am a carer. And, and I think sometimes it, it can be quite difficult to maybe put that tag on. But once you do, uh, the support you can get is is just phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. And I think, uh, over the coronavirus pandemic, we've seen more awareness of what it is to be a carer. And I think society is now more aware of um, the role that people play uh, caring for people in the community and really the huge efforts that unpaid carers go to. And we always have to remember this is on an unpaid basis. Um, so people putting in so many hours, often around the clock, to look after people who would really struggle without their support. Um, it's so important that um, they reach out to services and they make themselves known. And if you do so, um, there's duties on your local council to then proactively offer you support. Um, so we'd really encourage you to get in touch with the uh, local council, with your GP, um, as I said. And uh, an organisation like Carers Wales, um, we provide lots of information resources for unpaid carers. Uh, we've got lots of guides and fact sheets on our website. So if you think you might be an unpaid carer and you'd like to know more about your rights, um, we've developed lots of resources with carers over the years. Um, so visit our website, you can get in touch with us as well, and we can see what you might be entitled to and how maybe you can get support with your caring role. 
so much admiration for all of the uh, tireless effort that carers put in. And as you say rightly, Jake, uh, you know, it's unpaid. A lot of these people are, are volunteers and a lifeline, you know, for, for so many people around Wales. Um, where is that uh, website, uh, Jake? Where can people go to to find out more information? Uh, so people can go to the Carers Wales website and that's uh, www.carerswales.org. Uh, or you can Google Carers Wales. Um, we're also on social media. Um, we're at Carers Wales on Twitter and also Carers Wales on Facebook. Um, and through our social media and through our website, that's where we publish all of our resources, um, all of our campaigns that we're running, um, the research that we're publishing into the experiences of unpaid carers. Um, and on our website, we've got, as I said, many information resources, We've got guides on things like um, undergoing a carer's needs assessment and how you can get that. We've got resources on dealing with hospital discharge. So if a loved one is in hospital and is soon to come out of that, we've got advice to support carers through that process. Uh, we've got information on uh, benefit entitlements. So to see whether you might be entitled to carer's allowance or attendance allowance or any other benefit. Um, it's, it's really important that people claim all of the money that they might be entitled to. And at Carers Wales as well, um, we can offer um, advice ourselves. So we have an advice line that people are welcome to ring um, if they'd like to discuss their own personal situation. Um, and carers also very welcome to email us as well. And of course, we're a, as a national charity, we're an independent voice for carers. Um, so we're very happy to uh, try and advise on any situations people might have locally. Jake, you do a grand job. Keep it up, my man. And thank you ever so much for uh, uh, joining us here on the show today and uh, letting us know about you know, what is a, a very important day to support carers. Carers' Rights Day is today. And if you're listening or watching this and think, yeah, I think I'm probably entitled to some help and support. Well, if you're thinking that, then you probably are. Um, you can see more details in the comments section below. Uh, we'll put the uh, the web address uh, there on our socials. Uh, Jake, thanks for taking some time out of your busy day and, and joining us here on Pure West Radio for telling us all about the, the great work that Carers Wales does and about this quite poignant day for Carers. Great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Toby Ellis there catching up with Jake Smith of Carers Wales on Carers Rights Day earlier on in the week. It's a hard-hitting hard hitting topic to be covered and you can catch up with all of the latest interviews on the daytime show with Toby Ellis. You can listen back on Catch Up at purewestradio.com and search our social media because that's where most of our interviews are published anyway. Up next, we've got a little bit of Ed Sheeran and Shivers and I want to know whether you got yourself a Black Friday bargain because we're going to hear back from a consumer psychologist who also caught up with Toby on the daytime show in the week and pertinent not just for black friday but for any shopping trip that you undertake particularly in these trying times of the world that we live in at the moment but more on that after ed sheeran Ooh, I can get enough You know you could tell me 
there with Wonder playing for you here on Pure West Radio. I think I've read he's recently single. Is he not? I think so. Which is a bit sad actually because he dedicated that whole album to his girlfriend whose name completely escapes me. Please correct me if I'm wrong. You can find me on Twitter at Pure West Radio. And also to quickly remind you, immediately following after Second Chance Sunday at five o'clock we've got Drew Baker presents Behind the Stage Door. And you've probably seen it on the news and on social media. But a... Broadway legend has become his own giant in the sky. Stephen Sondheim passed away at 91 years old, adored by musical theatre enthusiasts the world over. Uh, Drew is going to be playing homage to Stephen Sondheim with a special show dedicated to all of the works, um, particularly in the first hour of, of Stephen Sondheim. And 
like you're you're going to know some shows if you didn't if you weren't aware of the man beforehand you're definitely going to know his song so keep tuning in for that and in the meantime did you catch yourself a black friday bargain and do you want to understand more about why we react certain ways to certain deals if you do then you need to carry on listening toby ellis caught up with excuse me caught up with kate nightingale a consumer psychologist and she's going to tell us what exactly is black friday about and why do we react the way that we do months there is some serious worries over supplies this christmas if we're all going to go nuts is there enough supply but is there enough supply in the first place? Um, but also talking about our habits, why we've been doing what we've uh, been doing in the shops. Um, I have a consumer psychologist uh, with us here on the show this morning, uh, Kate Nightingale. A very good morning to you. And thank you for joining us here on the show today. Good morning. Nice to meet you. It's lovely to have you with us. Um, we're also live on our socials as well. So if you want to um, see what we look like today and to see where we are in the world and what we're doing. And you could also comment on there as well. So do get your questions in. Uh, so, Kate, you're a consumer psychologist um, with human brands, expert and a lecturer in consumer psychology and consumer behavior and customer experience. I mean, wow, what an interesting 18 months you've had with all of the panic buying and supply chain issues. Certainly. I'm, you know, I'm not surprised. Uh, everyone has been experiencing increased uh, levels of emotions. Unfortunately, a lot of them quite negative uh, and a lot of, you know, a lot of issues such as uh, shortage of products, empty shelves and things like that, which naturally will increase impulsivity and reduce self-control. So that's precisely what we have been seeing from the beginning of pandemic. And, you know, people were starting to calm down up until the issues with petrol crisis Mm -hmm. and everything else. And, you know, and suddenly all that stress that we all have been experiencing the previous year started coming back uh, and all that heightened emotions and anxiety and uncertainty and lack of trust in the information that we're being provided and lack of trust in the uh, retailers that they will actually have what we want. All of that started boiling up again. Uh, and oh my goodness, there's Christmas coming as well. Uh, and I need to buy the gifts and I need to buy the turkey and everything else. Will I have it? And that's precisely uh, why I was so happy when Hot UK Deals asked me to, to comment on this uh, issues because the research that they have done showcased that there is such a vast amount of people in the UK uh, that actually are really afraid that they're not going to get the right deals, that there won't be enough products for them. Uh, that And also the Black Friday, we are all confused. I'm like, what's the good deal? And where can we get the good deal? And what actually makes up a good deal? And mm. all of those issues. And you're like, I'm tired already, right? Yeah, yeah, a very stressful experience. And I think a lot of us do have that worry at the moment. Um, I mean, off the back of that that research that you were talking about, Kate, um, it showed that 53% of shoppers in Wales uh, believe they'll struggle to find uh, good deals due to the supply chain issues, uh, delivery delays and availability concerns. And I think this is a big thing that is affecting us all at the moment. Even some of the reputable companies and organisations and businesses that we trust aren't delivering, you know, quite physically not delivering. Um, I mean, I had an instance where I bought a bed for my daughter. Um, It didn't arrive within three weeks. And then they just gave me a refund and said, sorry, it's not coming. What happens if that then happens for, you know, a a really big Christmas present for, for one of your friends or family? Yes, unfortunately, that that's, is a challenge for a lot of retailers. And, and sometimes it's not because they don't have a good will to do that. Um, sometimes it's obviously, you know, issues with drivers or with production and things like that. And unfortunately, what it does is it does trickle into the trust that you have towards that brand. And it will end up, you know, not making you happy, not making you And once that happy. trust is gone, Kay, it is so hard to get it back, isn't it? Oh, totally. Uh, What's interesting is that research shows that uh, you can mess up once uh, in any kind of relationship uh, and you need to make it up with five good deeds. Uh, So uh, that's a lot of things that retailers are going to have to make up. Crikey. So for one bad experience, we need five good deeds to make up for it. (laughs) Wow, that is quite the ratio, isn't it? My goodness me. 
Yep. But why do we do it, Kate? Why do we panic by? Why do we put this pressure and, and why do we end up in this situation when it, it really can be avoided? Now, so there's obviously a lot of things, especially over the last two years, that make us naturally much more impulsive. So first of all, the heightened level of any kind of emotions, whether it was positive or negative. And considering we have been living in a heightened level of emotions, predominantly negative ones, such as anxiety, stress, fear, um, all those kind of, um, you know, ones that not the happiest ones, basically, uh, we obviously are going to already have um, diminished cognitive abilities. So the more sort of rational, thought-based way of uh, making decision. Now, add to that all that beautiful and lovely emotions around the holiday season. Then add to that all the excitement that the sales are creating, and especially the Black Friday sales, because the signs are big and the promises are amazing. And oh my goodness, there's only two left in the store. So we also have the scarcity tactic, right? That limitation that no, there's not going to be a lot left and other bits and pieces. And we don't have that many under this price. And on top of it, you also have an actual scarcity because the shelves are empty or mm -hmm. you've had an experience of not getting a product, like you said, earlier delivered. And on top of it, you also have the social proof tactic. So that many people are looking at the same product and there's only two left in stock, or you're seeing five people picking it up from the shelf in a store. And, you know, so you have all these heightened emotions, diminished ability to, you know, to make decisions in a more rational way. Uh, then you have all that fear that you're going to lose the potential deal. Uh, all those people that are competing with you almost for that deal, uh, add all of that up, and then the value that you're placing also on this product, because that's most likely a Christmas gift or something like that. So it's super important and special. Come on, everyone will start impulse buying. <laughs> I even fall to that sometimes, you know? <laughs> I mean, um, as you explained it so, so, so brilliantly well, I guess that's probably answered uh, a whole heap of questions that I was going to ask you, um, because... I think when you when you break down those different elements and they all come together, it's it's no wonder we all end up in a panic state of buying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a kind of add-on thing. It's like yeah. you might be able to refuse one or two of them, but yeah. like you know, when all of them kind yeah. of come together, like ah, what, what you've got me thinking now is crikey, I need to start my Christmas shopping. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's the effect just having this conversation is so i mean i suppose when you multiply that over speaking with, with lots of friends and family you need to get on the case really um yeah. which brings me on nicely to, to finding a good deal i mean to me the way you find a good deal is you, you you know first of all i mean one thing we're really good at in our family is we we still do christmas lists even the adults do it okay Amazing. so there's no guesswork it's like look what do you want for christmas okay it, you, you've got to still go buy a couple of surprises. Otherwise, it is a little bit boring because you know what you're getting on Christmas Day. Um, but at least then you're buying things that are going to be used, that are going to be edible or they're going to be consumed or it's something that that person wants. So at least I can go out knowing what I'm going to buy and then I can sort of, you know, have a look online, see where the best deal is. Um, but to be honest, from, from where I'm standing when it comes to that, I know at least if I go out to a local shop, a local business, I can physically buy it and I've got it and I can put a tick next to that that product. I suppose the worrying situation now is if I've got a better deal online, do I then take the risk of, of hoping that that is going to turn up because of these supply chain issues? Is it actually going to be there? So I think I think there's a little bit of confusion, a little bit of worry around getting a good deal, but also maybe going out physically buying it, ordering it online as well at the same time. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I, I love your tactic of actually making the list uh, or um christmas santa letters right <laughs> it works it works it, it, it is does. very effective i agree it works and it certainly kind of it's also a really good tactic to reduce impulsivity um as well it really helps now um obviously uh, as uh, hot uk deals also have uh, shown the deals are actually generally a little bit worse than they were last year or a year before um, and they seem to be a little bit better also online than in store. Um, so you write that, uh, you know, there is a certain kind of value exchange, right? So you might actually maybe get a slightly worse deal than in the physical store, 
but you have that certainty. So that automatically is going to reduce your stress and anxiety, which will also make you less likely to impulse buy in another situation. So it's a kind of, you know, it's a trade-off to a certain degree. But certainly, you know, going and checking um, things out online, doing your research, taking advantage of a community like Hot UK Deals, those are really great tools to make sure that, you know, you are more likely to get the product, you are more likely to get it under a good deal because at the end of the day, they do vote it, they do say what is the experience like, um, you know, did they actually get it? Precisely like you said, you didn't get it. Great, that will already downsize the deal uh, and make it worse, right? So less likely that people will take advantage of it. So all that things, you know, take advantage also of influencers and their deals, right? And their special discounts. All of that, um, you know, as long as you are having a better holiday season, that's the key, right? So just be selfish. Think of yourself. <laughs> Make sure that no, you get the best on. thing for yourself. So no, but I think that's right though, okay, in a sense. Because if 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 you're just gonna spend an extra couple of quid and it is gonna be so less stressful and worrying, then it's gotta be worth doing it, isn't it? Yeah, at least you're actually going to have a nicer atmosphere at home, right? Exactly, exactly. And with UK <laughs> Hot Deals, you know, you know you can get a fantastic bargain and hopefully you can save some cash as well as getting that, that great customer experience as well. Because I mean, you know, one thing I think that is is so profound now is people suffering in, uh, from, from mental health issues post-lockdown, you know, due yes. to numerous reasons. And that's a conversation for another day. Um, but then I guess at least if people are at home, and they are able to order online, it'll give more maybe a sense of um, security and, and safety. Because I think a lot of people are quite worried to go out Christmas shopping as well this year, you know, with all the hustle and bustle of it and, and seeing people again, um, you know, using Hot UK deals could, could be a really good way of you finding those deals and also sort of staying a little bit more safer this year. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, you have that still social element of that community, which, you know, which is Part of what we really love around the holiday season, yes, people are worried. So, um, you know, so obviously they're not going to go out as much, uh, mm -hmm. but they will still want that social community element. So it's a, you know, it's a perfect combination, honestly. Yeah, it's a great. It's all about getting the balance right at Christmas. Uh, Kate, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you ever so much for busting that one. Hopefully you've got some great advice and uh, hopefully uh, you'll be able to have a nice kid, happy Christmas. And everyone can get all the prezzies they want as well. Right. <laughs> Thank you ever Thank so you much so for joining much. us, Kate. Merry Absolute Christmas. Pleasure and a very, very Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. I think it was the first Merry Christmas that I heard back in the week. That was Toby Ellis catching up with Kate Nightingale, a consumer psychologist. I found that interview absolutely fascinating and I had to play it again this Sunday when H asked me to, to cover because it covers so much more than just shopping. It looked at scarcity, it looked at our mindset, it looked at what it is that we're kind of fearful for and hoping for and we got to learn something about the Ellis household. They still write their Santa's lists, which I'm all for. So if you don't want to get something that you don't want, then just make it really obvious and clear and uh, allow for some variation. You've got to get some surprises in there as well. Um, Second Chance Sunday is coming to an end here on Pure West Radio, but fear not, Behind Stage Door with Drew Baker is coming up with a special hour dedicated to the works of Stephen Sondheim, who passed away at the age of 91. You've been listening to me, Tom Dyer. We've also heard from Alan Buckfield, the mayor of Haverford West, at the Christmas Light Switch On. We've also heard from Jake Smith for Carers' Rights Day. And as we've just heard, we had Kate Nightingale, consumer psychologist, talking about the psychology of shopping and Black Friday deals. Hate to be back with you next Sunday. I'll be back on tomorrow morning, 6 till 8am on Early Breakfast. Enjoy the rest of your evening with Drew Baker and behind presents Behind the Stage Door. Enjoy learning something new. Want to learn Welsh? Shemai, shuditi. Doing hoffi dusty kamarai. Learning online is easier than you think. You can learn Welsh in your garden. You can learn Welsh from your kitchen. You can learn Welsh from your lounge. You can learn Welsh from your spare room. You can learn Welsh sat next to your dog. Friendly tutors are there to help you learn and to make sure you have fun doing it. And the best part is, you can now do it from home. There's plenty of help available. The tutors are great. I'm enjoying learning Welsh. It's the most satisfying thing I've ever done. With 50% discount for beginners, what are you waiting for? Just sign up. 
Visit learnwelsh.com for full details. Get more for your money at OC Davis Roundabout Garage Nayland, the MG dealer for Pembrokeshire. Adventure awaits with 0% APR across the MG range, including the MG HS, the new MG ZS and MG3. Feel the power of electric motoring with zero advance payment on the mobility scheme. And as a thank you to our key workers, you can enjoy a contribution of up to £8,500. Don't forget, all new MGs come with a seven-year warranty as standard. For more information, go online to www.ocdavis.com or call 01646 600858. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognised as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. Now excuse me if I sound rude, but I love the way that you move, and I see me all over you now. Baby, when I look in your eyes, there's no way that I can disguise all these crazy thoughts in my mind now. Do, do, do. 